Welcome back to another episode of The Last Take. Here, a quick preview about Nebraska football. College football playoff rankings came out again yesterday. Give our looks on those. College football pick'em list. And then a new segment, tier listing. We'll be looking at the best college football quarterbacks of all time. So with that, let's get into it. So this past weekend, Nebraska lost to Minnesota 20-13. to It was promising at first, but then it collapsed. Also, I've got to mention Blake is with us here again. So yo, yo. we'll start with him, and what are your thoughts overall? Oh, boy. Where do you even get started? Offense, what is going on? Mark Whipple, this guy was hired. Supposed to be the old man that's seen it, done it all. Okay. Ben, Big Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, he coached him, right? I'm pretty sure he coached him. I'm pretty sure, didn't he? Uh, Probably did. And uh, Kenny Pickett, right? This coach has been around, seen it, done it all, right? There should be no defensive scheme that eludes him. But what does he do? The same thing he's been doing all season, running it on third and 13, keeping a quarterback in that's making mistakes that shouldn't be there. Okay, I understand getting reps, but at a certain point, you got to pull the plug. And thankfully, Logan did come in at a better time and actually stayed in the game. But I'm disappointed in Mark Whipple. I think that's... That's what I'm really more upset at because I think Mark Whipple can coach the offense to be better. But he's just not doing it. I don't think his game plan is better. And I got a hot take. I'd rather have the offensive play calling of last year rather than the offensive play calling of this year. I like those dink dunk passes and I like the options we ran last year. They were pretty successful. And I think Logan would be fantastic at the option. Um, I mean, from what we've seen last year, he would he did pretty good against Iowa yeah, until the, he, he ran, fourth quarter. But. Yeah, some of those were great option plays. That's a part of it, right? And those great passes. And also, I got to highlight, I, I'm, if, hey, if Logan Smothers has a million fans in one of them, if Logan Smothers have 100 fans, I'm one of them. If Logan Smothers has one fan, I am that fan because I don't think he deserves the disrespect. You know, the whole thing is, oh, Logan can't throw. Logan can't throw. One of the best uh, throws or tosses up there all season. Was Marcus def- Washington. Marcus Washington, right? Throws Part, it up there. Most of it, what, most of it was this, the fact that Marcus Washington was able to catch it. He put yes. it to where only he can get it. Mm-hmm. He may have overthrown it. It almost went, almost went out of bounds. It looked like it like, went out of bounds I, in time. First, right away, I was like, there's no way that was a catch. But, and, then you, and then we looked fast at it. You're talking about was, the one down the sideline, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Marcus Washington caught it like this. Well, you get, you can't, listeners can't see it, but he caught it like this, but he Barely got his one foot down, his left yeah. foot in. And then there's the other one on fourth down, too, that we really needed, and he threw it right down the middle and got to Washington as well mm-hmm. to at least yep. extend it. But, but anyways, what I was going to say that those are pretty good passes and better than anything Chubba did, and I think that it's exactly what they said in the press conference, that Logan is a better player in the game than he is in practice. And that's a little unfortunate. Uh, that's one thing that he's going to focus on this week um, in that press conference they said that they want to make sure he practices better because I think that will ensure his starting job. But I really don't have much more to say. The offense needs to produce. If the defense holds you down, like in, I'll, I'll let you guys talk in a second here, but um, <laughs> I'm going to finish my tangent real quick. Um, but when we set a record for P.J. Fleck, the uh, least yardage, I think, and the first time he's ever been held to zero at half. Right? Oh, you, rushing. Yeah, rushing, right? You can't just let that go, and then at the end of the game, that should be— yeah. That should be an advantage to you, but our offense didn't take advantage of it. Well, see, my my opinion on this, so, like, I swear, in that second half, Minnesota only ran r- triple option the whole time. Mm. Like, read option, read option. Oh, here's maybe a little slant pass or a dumb pass. Slant or read option, read option, read option. We just couldn't stop it. We were stopping in the first half, and that's why they had less than 10 rushing yards in the first half. Was it about 10? Negative. They had negative one rushing yards exactly. going in half. And not only... 
And this think, is one I of the Ibrahim had about thirty, but he had to count, count all the sacks. We had three sacks in the first half, and so you you got to take the yardage off of that. So that's why they had negative one, but still, that's negative one rushing yards. Uh, and before that final drive, they had before half, they were at like negative ten. Yeah. So and this is also one of the better running teams in the Big Ten as well. So, that's all they do. Yeah, that's all they do. And you're just like, okay, you know, defense is playing good. Offense is actually moving. Chuba did play pretty good in that first half, or at least in the first couple drives. because he the got first drive. He, first drive. He got that rushing touchdown. First two. Yeah. And then we got the field goal afterwards. But, I mean, Mark Whipple, he needs to go. We either need to force him to retire or we're going to fire him at the end of the year. Well, he, that's the whole point. He's going to retire. He, he came to Nebraska to retire. That's it's my, his final that's my job. Philosophy. Um, and it's unfortunate that I just – I don't – you know yeah, – at the beginning of the season, he uh, you could see him coaching Casey on the sideline, and I thought that was a great job, actually, Mark. Whipple Even during the Indiana game. Yeah. Um, he coached Casey, and Casey went back in the game and played better, right? Mm-hmm. But now I just – I don't really see the enthusiasm from anymore. I, I'm going to be honest on the sideline, uh, noticing it. I don't – I, I could his be wrong. Is, his you health is deteriorating. Yeah, yeah. I say you see a lot more, like, uninterest in him and also a lot of butt-chewing as well. Mm-hmm. That's also because – you know, you're making mistakes and you're trying to teach him one final one final time. But there's just the energy is different here as there was in the beginning of the year. Like there was hope, there was passion, but now once again, you know, you're sitting at three and six, same position we were last year, and it's just not looking good overall. So I'll just get into my thoughts. So um, I was impressed with the offense at first. I mean, we we nearly we doubled the amount of rushing yards they allowed two weeks ago against Rutgers in the first two drives. Then it just nothing happened after that. Like we got our first two scores. We should have. I I definitely think we should have scored on that second drive. Yep. The fact that we kicked a field goal when we have nothing to lose. It's just the beginning of the game. I mean, might as well just go for it. Why not? And. We didn't. Sure, whatever. We're up 10 nothing. We were playing good through the first quarter. We held them scoreless in the first half. Defense looked... And honestly, even after our second half collapse, the defense didn't look bad. It's just the no, fact that the offense couldn't move the ball. We went from the beginning of the second quarter all the way to the fourth quarter without getting a first down. You can't win football games if we do that. You're going, you have to get you're first going three and out every possession, too. And why did Chubba Purdy stay in the game that long? When he was, they now they Mickey said this after the game. Mm, yep, that's what I alluded to. Yep. After the game, he did say that they they probably should have put Logan in earlier, as soon as Chubba was was struggling. Pretty much, he's struggling from the begin like uh, four minutes into the second quarter all the way till the fourth. And the fact that we didn't put Logan in until until the fourth is very upsetting. But I'll give it to the Huskers. They fought back. They fought in this game. They stay in it. We did a lot of things. We got the stop that we needed too to go and tie the game. It is on Logan. He should have ran on that third and five. Yep. And that that sucks. That we had the game. If you just r- ran for the first, we would probably end up scoring that drive. Most likely, we had all the momentum. We were moving the ball quick. We were moving it. That would have been even without timeouts for sure. Yeah. And even that. And then I know this is the pa- the drive before that. The the throw to Marcus Washington, like we were talking about earlier, was one of the best catches of the year. One of the better throws, in my opinion, from the backups, because obviously both of them can't really throw that well. Mm-hmm. Not I'm, as Logan's good as Casey. Pro- I think, well, yeah, Casey. Casey can just throw it down there. Like you could watch Chuba, like he was trying to mimic Casey, like throwing the deep balls to Trey. But Trey Palmer, or not Trey Palmer, Chuba can't get it there like yeah. Casey can. Casey has one of the best arms in the Big Ten, in my opinion. Yeah, it's up I, there with C.J. Stroud. So I like, mean, when, he, when just, he's playing at his best, 
Casey is a fantastic athlete, and we knew that coming into the season that if we gave Casey enough chances that he would play. I mean, at Texas, he was really good. So we knew that we were going to get some great performances out of him. The only problem is that, you know, you get injured, and then your offensive line gives you no time in the pockets. Yeah. Like, there's nothing more you can do with that, but. Yeah. Let's let's talk about the special teams, though. Special teams looked very good. Brian Bushini. Bushini. Bushini, best punter in the Big Ten. Probably not, but he's up there. He's getting a lot of practice. Top, I'd say he's top four, but definitely he's, he's looked pretty good. Luckily, he's only a, a junior, so it's just like we have him for another year, so hopefully next year looks better. But honestly, just on to Michigan. I mean, you got a lot of preparing. Uh, they're announcing tomorrow. I'm pretty sure if Casey's playing or not. Yep. They're assuming Casey's not. Uh, Mickey said yesterday that... They, he wants to rule him out, but they they're not 100 percent until after practice today, and so we'll we'll find that out tomorrow most likely, if not till Saturday. But most likely we won't see Casey until Wisconsin or Iowa. It's probably a good things because we don't want you don't want Casey to play against Michigan and get re-injured, and then that just screws us up. Yeah, there's to bigger try game. to get some wins yeah, maybe there's... on the final in this final stretch. I don't. Yeah, so. Yeah, it just comes back from injury. We say, all right, go play Michigan. Yeah, yeah you, can't, you, can't, you can't really do that. Defense. You can't really do that against That's, that very good defense they have. I, so. I would just wait another week, I think. Just wait till Wisconsin. Wait till Wisconsin, make sure he's completely Games healthy. that really, in my opinion, we we lose this weekend. Okay, it's fine. We won't go to a bowl it's game. An, is it but this, man, we lose the Bussin Bowl. No! It's okay. Um, but yeah, uh, whoever wants to go next, go ahead. I'd say we're just going to talk about Michigan here real quick. You know, Michigan top five team in the country. and but Top three. i say top three is at, at that three spot. So this week, for me at least, it's a whatever. Like, as long as we don't just get blown out by 50, I, I'm satisfied with that. I mean, that's just all I got to say. Spread is 31. I'm going to take Michigan. Actually, no, I'm going to take us to cover that. I think it'll be like a 28-point game. I don't know. I think the spread's possibly a little bit too high, but it's also Michigan as well. But that's just my opinion. Um, I do agree. I understand why the spread's so high. It's at the big house. That's in their top three team in the country. It's literally coming. The wet, The East is coming down to the, those two teams in Ohio State and Michigan. So I'm not really surprised. I do think Nebraska covers. It, it is a lot of points. You got to think about that. 30 points is a lot. And you're talking. And, and it's 31 now. So, like, that's a lot of points. I don't see us losing by that much. Probably in garbage time, we'll keep it. Un, we'll get it over the spread. So we'll cover. But I don't expect us to be close. But you never know. I mean,. A lot of it's college football. A lot of things happen. I I just personally, it hurts me to say this. I do not see us at all winning. It hurt me last week too, saying Nebraska was going to beat Minnesota. Obviously, we didn't, but it hurt. It hurts. It hurts me to say this because at the beginning of the year, even before the season, I was like, this game, this matchup, this uh, for this weekend, it'd be a November twelfth matchup against Michigan is going to be a big deal. In my opinion, at the beginning of the year, it was like you never know where we're going to be at. Maybe we're like undefeated. You know, I mean, you never yeah. know. It was it was well within the possibilities if if you look at the players of last year and just how well we not necessarily we didn't execute we didn't the win, greatest. We didn't execute the greatest. But hey, you know, Husker fans, we love our moral victories. And last year, honestly, we had a lot of those. You had a lot of moral victories. And did that really feel like a moral victory though? Against after the Michigan game because people were just like, no, I mean, oh I, no, that was awful. I was there. Yeah, yeah. It, that that was terrible yeah. to watch, but. 
that was just terrible because a lot of ref ball that game. Oh yeah, opinion. especially late in it. Yeah, there was really bad. Yeah. But they were they were ahead. I weren't they? We we were winning. We were winning by six, I believe, and mm-hmm. then we just yeah. they kicked two straight field goals to tie it. Then they scored, and we failed to move the ball. And we got the ball in the last drive. We were moving the ball like it was yeah. like oh crap, we have a shot here. And then Martinez did the Martinez thing like he did this past weekend. Oh yeah, totally. and he fumbled. Although he should have been ruled, he, he should have been, been ruled, ruled da- down because dead. I, the ball should have been dead. But but what it can't you can't do anything. That's about last it. year. Doesn't even matter now. That's the, that's the only thing that sucks is that there's not not there was no improvement from last year, and that's the thing that sucked about going into the season. I know this is going backtracking a little bit, but there was just no improvement from last year. I would have thought Casey, uh, not Casey, sorry, uh, Scott. I don't want to say his last name. I don't want to give him the recognition, okay? Scott from last year, you would have thought he would have built— Future Arizona State head coach. Who knows? But you would have thought that he would have built up something. Um, But no, there just was no growth from last year, and I thought that that could have happened. Anyways, going into Michigan, we're not going to win the game. The only chance we have in it is if our offense produces. And hey, Rutgers gave me a little hope that we could maybe lead at halftime. So hey, that's my thoughts. Uh, Michigan has struggled in the first half of most of their games this year. So it may be close at half. It probably might not be, but you never know. Maybe we just decide to, you know, maybe this team wants to make a bowl game and decides, you know what, screw it. Let's just go out and beat Michigan. You know, never. It's only Michigan, right? So it's only Michigan. Michigan, It's just a top three team in the country. It's not the third team in the country who made the playoffs last year. Who beat us last year also have one of the best young quarterbacks in the Big Ten who also just won very good defense. Michigan? You're talking about Michigan, right? Yeah, those Wolverines up there in uh, Ann Arbor. Yeah, yeah, so so I don't know. All right, so the college football playoff rankings came out on Tuesday. The rankings, in my opinion, are solid. I mean, there's always room for improvement. Then you have the top four being Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, and TCU finally gets into that top four. Tennessee going to five, and Oregon being six. Those are the first teams out. So, Charlie, what are your thoughts about these rankings? So yeah, when the rankings came out, right away I was looking to see where Tennessee would fall after the uh, tough loss to Georgia this past weekend, and I thought that they would go either to five or six, so I'm not surprised seeing TCU above them. Do I think TCU is a better team than Tennessee? No. No. I don't think they are. Uh, I think Tennessee would beat them by double digits, but you know, Tennessee, if they go 11-1, and they should be in a decent spot as long as TCU uh, loses, which I think they will. It's just... It seems like we were we were talking about it. Dylan and I were talking a little bit earlier about it. There's there, there's just maybe going to be a game in there. Is it Texas this weekend? Is it Iowa State? Is it Iowa State, who always, like you were saying, seems to pull off that one win a year? Or is it in the Big 12 championship against another team? So I think they'll lose. If they win out, even then, the loser of Ohio State or Michigan, if that's a close game, I still think I would take Tennessee over either Ohio State or Michigan, the loser of that just because I think Georgia is a better loss, and I think Tennessee has better wins than either of those teams. Think about all those ranked wins. Just Kentucky, or Alabama, I mean, Kentucky, LSU. You blew out, they blew out the seventh-ranked team in the country who just beat Bama. So like, it's just That's like, what a lot of people, I think, are forgetting. They went to Baton Rouge and just destroyed them. LSU. And people will say, well, LSU's got— I mean, that was only a couple weeks ago. Like, yeah. I mean— LSU wasn't can't, even ranked. Can't throw that one <laughs> and that was at Death Valley, too. Yeah. Like, it was in Baton Rouge. It, was LSU close. wasn't even ranked. And now they're number seven. And then, so it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I think Tennessee, 
they should. I, I, I personally think that they're the third best team in the country right now from what I've seen. I think they're better than Michigan. I think Ohio State and Georgia, you could even argue that they're better than Ohio State, but from what I've seen throughout this season, I think they are a top three team. Um, but if they go 11-1, and one, they might have a chance. On the other hand, I kind of looked at where the Pac-12 teams end up last night, and Oregon at six. I wasn't sure if Tennessee would drop below them. Um, I mean, Oregon, they lost by 46 to Georgia week one. So if you want to play that game with, you know, Tennessee losing to Georgia. You know, by 14. By 14. And you can argue that it, you know, wasn't as close as the score. But still, I mean, I, to me, Tennessee's wins should put them over Oregon at the end of the day. And then, yeah, you look at where U- USC at 8, UCLA at 12, Utah at 13. Those teams, uh, Oregon plays Utah. USC plays UCLA those two next games week. next week so that'll be interesting kind of to see what happens there and then uh Washington getting in there at 25 that does you, you know you think about resumes of Oregon wins out that helps their resume a little bit if Washington um I guess they would they would lose to Oregon but then if they win just look at where the Pac-12 teams are ranked because that's going to help their resume if there's more ranked teams um and right now you've got I guess five, right? Five Pac-12 teams in the top 25. So, yeah. I mean, we'll see what happens there. Um, other than that, Notre Dame at 20. I didn't think they'd be that high, honestly. That's fair. But, you know, you beat Clemson, so, yeah. I mean, Clemson was top four, so, I mean, I'll give it to them. Um, but a lot of this still is going to play out. Like we said last week, Ohio State plays Michigan. Uh, one of those teams probably going to be done after that game, and then, and possibly Oregon and USC in the Pac-12 championship. Yeah. At, at the rate we're at right now, Georgia and LSU in the SEC championship. Yeah, that'll, that'll be interesting. Um, I guess, yeah, Georgia right now, I don't think you can argue at all with that. Um, That's fine. People, I think, were, you know, they, they even said they— They were Stetson the number one Bennett, team anyways. Stetson Bennett had that interview after the game, and they asked, you know, was there—were you guys playing with a chip on your shoulders? Like, yeah, I mean, after— defending national champions but at the time i don't think you can really argue that tennessee was one just because mm-hmm. of the wins they had and the committee and that's what i something that bothers me a lot when people say well they won the national championship last year well that was la- last year last year it's not this year we're focusing on this year and you know they won so you know you're starting to sound like joel clatt with that now i, m- I remember he made a thing on colin coward hurt or colin coward show of how you're looking at these teams right now and you're comparing them still to last year. like You can't do that. You can't do that. You can't bring last year's team into here. I mean, yeah, Georgia's the defending national champion and they yeah. have that, quote, brand for that title, you know. I mean, but why is Alabama still in the top 10? Like, I mean, it's just a consideration. Like, I understand Ole Miss had a bye week and Clemson lost as well. UCLA had a bye week as well, so maybe that could be why. Blake, I know you have some interesting thoughts about these rankings so yeah i was being a little quiet because i wanted to i just wanted to digest what you guys are saying okay you know you brought up uh joel clatt i've been listening to him a lot recently i really like this takes Gr- okay great analyst good, good old joel clatt i love him him, and, my Gus, favorite him and gus johnson i bro. met him in september when he was <laughs> good for you yeah big noon <laughs> uh which is awesome i wish i could have met him because i <laughs> i i would suck up to him now because he's i love his takes okay um i think brand bias plays a lot into it especially with the college playoff rankings not that necessarily the ap top 25 because again that's a lot of media the media people doing that the so, sports media yep. people um whereas the committee i'm gonna be honest me 
as a Big Ten fan, okay, and a Nebraska fan, I, I, I'm going to say this. I don't trust the committee. I'm going to be honest. There has been some things in the past. I never have. There, there has been some things in the past where I just don't trust their rankings, and I don't understand how they do these matchups sometimes. You know, last week when they put LSU in there, I thought, oh, that's just that's just a buffer zone just so they can keep uh, Tennessee up there and stuff like that, okay? But then LSU proved, proved their worth, okay? They beat Alabama. Granted, this Alabama team isn't necessarily as good. I'm not necessarily worried about Alabama um, because, uh, granted, their losses have been just close losses that have been decided by really just circumstance. I mean, you know? yeah, you have your kick against Tennessee. You have your kicker missing a game winner, and then Tennessee mo- moving down the ball, kind of like the Chiefs did against the Bills last year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, their kicker made a knuckleball kick. Like, that yep. was one of the worst kicks I've ever seen, but it went through. Yep. My brain and then, again. And then, and then last week... You had Brian Kelly have the balls to go for it on two in the first overtime. To you just, I was about to say. To no, you're going to say that, sorry. But. Yeah, yeah this is literally what Joel Klatt said. He, he was saying, you know, Alabama fans shouldn't be that pissed off that they're 7-2. and two. It took, like you said, their kicker to miss a not easy field goal and then Tennessee to barely make theirs and then to play LSU and... Brian Kelly have the biggest balls in college football and go for it for go for two in the first overtime to win. That's not a play I like either. When you that's go not a two. good. That's not a good idea. I, I don't like that. What the play call? I do. That play call was. I mean, was I it, mean, I respect you got, it. You got to you you either win. I I say especially against Alabama, you got to either win or you that lose play, that I case. Because if it keeps going, they won't so win. I've seen that play fail too many times. Anyways, well, Nebraska's what, done it before. Wasn't it the play of how? Clemson and Alabama was in 2017 championship. It was a similar. Was it like the pick route and then like you have the out route? I don't know. It was something similar to that, yeah. But you were saying, Blake? Um, I think the rankings are more consistent this time if you compare them to the AP Top 25. Um, I, I do like them a lot better. I'm a little confused by Kentucky. I just think, again, that's putting another SEC team in there to make the rest of the SEC look good. And I just, I just got to say, SEC this, SEC that. I'm I'm a little over it sometimes. Georgia is the clear number one, okay? Tennessee at number five is how they should be. TCU at four is how they should be, of course, because they're undefeated. I mean, that's like Cincinnati last year, you know? Um, you got to put them in there if they're undefeated. I, I, you do, because that's just you just got to respect it. I mean, if you go undefeated, then you should be in there. And it's not like Cincinnati is, I mean, okay, they got they got killed by Alabama. But still, I think you still have to put those teams in there. And TCU is going gonna, is gonna to be better than Cincinnati. The TCU is better than Cincinnati last year. I do believe that just because the Big 12 is a better conference. Who they played, yeah. Um, it's like, I mean— if So you, then we can get into this again. Like, like TCU is only beaten teams that have backup quarterbacks, basically. Well, t- okay, so to be we fair— look, We look back to Oklahoma State. They're not that good. Kansas State, they played Will Howard, who, again, blew out Oklahoma State. But we go back to Oklahoma State again. They're not good. Yeah. So, but again, some of, so let's, let's look at Tennessee's schedule real quick. Um, and Here, I got all I, the wins. I say I got. Um, so pay, I got, you know, hold on. Sorry, Anthony. You can keep going. Okay, but like you're fine. But I got I got Tennessee's not Tennessee TCU schedule up right now. Okay, Oklahoma. Yeah, they beat them when they were 18th. But Oklahoma. Dylan Gabriel got injured that game too. As yep. well. You have Kansas, who was a back and forth dog fight because Kansas was relevant back then. And, but Who also did not have their starting quarterback. And then Oklahoma State choked, and then now we know that they're not a respectable team. Uh, and then Kansas State, Will Howard played, and he did not play the best football of his life. It's because Martinez got injured during that yep. game. And then even with Texas Tech, 
they were down. They Texas were, Tech doesn't have their starting quarterback at all, so <laughs> they haven't had their starting quarterback. All I mean, year. I'm not trying to put an asterisk on him, but it's just like then they're playing. They, close they've got wins. a tough test this week. Then against Texas, uh, the yeah. next three weeks. Next, but mainly this week. I think this this week and I feel like this week the and then they went out. Yeah. Anyways, what I was gonna say was you gotta look at Pitt. Okay, Pitt's rank was ranked 17th. Okay, they win that game and that was a close game for Tennessee. Um, and Pitt's not ranked now. Okay, then you go to Florida. Florida's not necessarily a good team. They're ranked 20th. Okay, those are technically two ranked wins. And same but, same with the TCU case. Okay, those, those are ranked teams, but now they're not. And then you go to Kentucky, who is technically ranked. Kentucky's a good team. No, nope. yeah. I, I, yes, I, I, mean, I, I, I love Mark Stoops. I think Kentucky's a good team. No, I love Kentucky, Mark Stoops, Kentucky's but I don't think, good, no, I don't think Kentucky's that, a good football team. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop you here. Just I'll let you go in a minute. But you got to understand, though, too, going on the road into the swamp is not an easy thing to do. You mean Baton Rouge, Death Valley, right? And Death Valley. Well, you, that, the Florida game was at home. Oh wait! Yeah. You said you went on the road to the swamp. Oh no, Florida. So, no, it was say, home. Yeah, I was gonna say Tennessee. I, I was, was pretty down. sure they played, but um, yeah, going on the road to LSU is not an easy task. Anything going on the road in the SEC is not an well, easy they task. Beat them by twenty-seven. They went to Auburn. That's still not easy. So I mean, Tennessee Auburn's not did. a good football no, team. No, Tennessee doesn't play. I don't think they played. Auburn. They didn't play Auburn. I, I swear. No, it's LSU that went on the road, but um, still. LSU, they've got some good wins, though. Yeah, I mean, but it's it's a lot of the same case. I'm not going to doubt Tennessee because Tennessee is a, is a good team, okay? I don't want to discredit Tennessee, and I don't want it to act like that, but I do want to say that there are some similarities with teams that were ranked and now not ranked. Um, and my final thoughts on the rest of this is, again, you got USC, the Utah matchup. I don't understand why Utah is so low because, I mean, Utah did beat USC um, because if you're treating the LSU-Alabama thing, then – it should be treated the same way for USC if you, in Utah, if that makes sense. And then, yeah, that's I don't really have any other complaints. Notre Dame, a little too high. I still think, I mean, granted, Clemson was ranked fourth. I know you guys were talking about that. Clemson was ranked fourth. So, I mean, that is a respectable win. But I don't think they necessarily should be ranked that high. I think that just proves that Clemson is not the blue bud this year that they so that you, you that mentioned they it should be. You mentioned Utah beating USC, and now you should treat that the same Remember Utah lost beginning of the year to Florida. To Florida, is and that they something lost to UCLA they as lost well? To UCLA, mm-hmm. is that something that you hold against them there? I, I think you partially do, but I think the gap is a little too big right also, now. Also, let's just be honest. Florida got so lucky that game; they should yeah, not have won that yeah. game. So I don't really give it to Utah, or I don't like put it against them. They also mm-hmm. have been brutally injured all year, and the fact that they're still seven and two. As are you done talking? No, you can keep going, yeah. Dylan. Yeah, you're I'll just roll this. I'll just roll. I'll just roll into mine. My thoughts. Uh, yeah, just like like I said, Utah have been brutally injured all year, and then the fact that they're still seven and two at this point and still a contender in the Pac-12, mm-hmm. and even yeah. never know, they might put them in. You never know. I don't think so, but though at least they have a shot in the uh, the Pac-12. It's pretty impressive. And I understand why they're 13, because they did lose the UCLA, and they have UCLA above them. That's fine. Oh, yeah. That, I mean, yeah, I don't think UCLA is that good of a football team. They've just gotten lucky all year. But USC, it's USC. They have good wins. Yeah, And then I honestly disagree. Georgia's number one. Ohio State's number two. Ohio State had a scare this past weekend, but again, weather played a factor in that. Yeah, weather, weather this, weather that. I mean, at some point you got to. Yeah, you but gotta you got to think about this too. What team are you going to get? Ohio State. It, you don't know who you're going to get every week. Is it going to be the bad weather Ohio State team that can't play, 
or you have Georgia who plays good every week. Yeah. So like, or sort that's, of that's almost a little, that's every That's a little week. discerning so, for Ohio State, if I'm gonna be honest. I, I think that is really tainted same, a little bit. This is the thing with Michigan too. Like this year, I don't think Michigan is is as good as Tennessee or Georgia, but Michigan has been the same team all year. Mm-hmm. So yep. that makes the case. They're fine. I, Michigan, I'm fine with them at three. TCU, that's fine. They're undefeated. Tennessee at five is a good spot. I mean, they didn't fall that far. I say I'm glad. I'm glad they didn't fall that far because you because imagine now, putting Oregon over Tennessee at this that point. that would cause controversy because Tennessee's only loss would be to the number one team in the country. Why was she, and they didn't lose that bad. They only lost by fourteen. Sure, yeah, sure, but the, it's not that bad. Not, and as, then, not as close as the score. Yeah, yeah. the stats were. Uh, it wasn't Kirby, even, I think he kind of called the dogs off a little bit in the second. It wasn't. It, they they did dominate in that first half. It was they, not even close. But yeah, I Tennessee mean, did not look Georgia good. Georgia easily beat both Oregon and Tennessee. And the thing ne- I like, neither of those games were close. I, I like Tennessee sort of. I like Hendon Hooker more than anything. But it was really impressive to see that Georgia defense make Hendon Hooker look like a human being. He hasn't looked. Hendon Hooker has not looked like a human being all year. He's been incredible. And the fact that defense shut down that offense. That offense has been so good this year. They put up 52 over Alabama. That's that's uh, that's impressive, and beat them at the same time. Um, I'm fine with I'm fine with Oregon at six. Like it's fine. LSU that's deserving. They beat Bama. I mean that's that's a good win regardless how good Alabama is. It's Alabama. USC at eight. That's fine. Uh, Bama at nine. Uh, I'm fine with it. That just shows that goes to show that they can still probably make it if a lot of if something's happened. A lot of things got to happen. They need LSU, LSU to lose they need pretty L- much, and just Alabama went out. That's pretty much what has to happen. But um, yeah, Clemson at ten, that's fine. Ole Miss at eleven. No, I, I don't think it's fine. I think they, I think they were way too high to begin with, and I think they should have been knocked way out of the top ten. Well, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I could put Ole Miss or UCLA above them. Oh, I'd so. put them above them. I don't know. I would. We'll see. After it's just my opinion. Yeah, I think I think they're just in the top ten because those both yeah. those teams had a bye week, so therefore, like, if Ole Miss did play and they win, yeah, you could put them above Clemson. Yo, but, yeah, if but Ole since Miss they, beats but since Alabama, they didn't play, yes, I'm putting Ole Miss way over Clemson. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I that mean, that's why they're the top ten still, because those teams didn't play this week, so you can't evaluate. Yeah, that week for that, so that's why they're still in. Ole Miss and UCLA didn't move. That's. Those are fine. I mean, it's whatever. Utah, like we've already talked about that. Penn State, it's Penn State. NC is a little high, in my opinion. Both NC. I agree. Yeah, both of those North Carolina teams are way too high, in my opinion. Tulane's fine. I just keep getting sick of saying NC State. Yeah, it's, it's so annoying. And Texas, it's like it's good. And then I'd just to skip a little bit. Notre Dame, a little high, in my opinion. How the heck is Liberty not ranked? Liberty's 19 in the AP. And they're not ranked in the college football playoff rankings. That is a disgrace. We that, we just keep picking against them, and they keep winning. Yeah, I know. They're eight and, and one. They should be ranked. Me, I they, think me and Mark are the only ones that picked. Yeah. How do they? How are they not in the rankings? I would easily put Liberty over Illinois. I put them over I put Kentucky. Over K- yeah, yeah. Kentucky should not be ranked, in my opinion. They're a good football team, but they should not be ranked. And Washington at twenty-five, I don't care. So. It just that's a good matchup for this weekend. So, but yeah, those are my thoughts. I just overall they're good. I just have some disagreements. But what what can you do? Definitely a lot better than last week. Last I, was, I was I was a little concerned with those first rankings, um, but this week is a little bit. It, it makes a lot more sense. Like I can. It was kind of like back when the college football playoff came out 
the first time with Mississippi State being first. <laughs> mm-hmm. It just it just kind of like it went back to normal a little bit. Yeah. So, all right, so we'll take a little break here and we'll transition into the college football playoffs. Or pick them. Yeah. take so first off we're gonna go to the um we're gonna talk about our standings here real quick uh it's it was a rough week for all of us except for mark but uh mark got five right anthony only got three right charlie only got two right and then i only got one right miraculously because lsu won the game by one so against bama so whatever so i mean to cut you some slack we only did it out of eight games instead of 10 like we normally do and there it was a weird uh weekend of football last weekend so it's whatever but so i'm still winning somehow fifth uh, with 56 anthony's in second with 54 charlie's at 51 and mark is at 49 getting back into it guys you've been six and four both weeks so you are (laughs) a 12 and 10 that's above 500 baby yeah you got to take it, especially as Husker fans, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to get into the pick here real quick. Um, so the first game is number seven. LSU is going on the road into Fayetteville to face off against the Hogs. Who you got, Blake? Sue, Razorbacks. Just kidding. I'm not going to pick Arkansas. Although, I don't want to steal Charlie Sunder because he's probably going to talk about this. But Brian Kelly, something more about him will be talked about in just a second. I'll let I'll let you say it, Charlie. No, that's fine. Um you, you, I can? You, okay. yeah, you, you, Charlie, you are so nice. Thank you. Um, such a gentleman, Charlie is. Uh, Brian <laughs> Kelly, due to lay an egg, yes. Uh, maybe. It could be against them. Who knows? I definitely am picking the Tigers, especially that. That's a, that's a good win against Alabama. Any win against Alabama is a good win. But Arkansas, uh, yeah, no. Nah, they, they, you know, they were ranked at the beginning of the year, weren't they? I'm pretty sure. Who? Arkansas. Yes. So they were ranked at the beginning of the year. Um, and I thought they'd be all right, but no, they are five and four. Schedule is it necessary? Uh, I mean, they you know beat Cincinnati. Cincinnati's not as good. To beat South Carolina, they're not that good. Missouri State, nah. Um, although that was Missouri a close State. game, and Barely Missouri State was Missouri. leading, so yes. um, lost to Texas A&M. Texas A&M is is pretty mid. Um, they can be good and they can be bad. You know, it, A&M is really bad. Yeah, they're on the level year. of Nebraska right now. So. Um, Actually, Alabama. almost worse. I'd almost say worse from what I've in that from what I've seen. <laughs> yeah, so I don't really want to go into it a lot because there other people probably have a more sound arguments than just me. Um, but I have to go with LSU just because momentum after that Alabama game is going to be huge. So yeah, but I do agree. I think LSU is going to win. But the thing I'm going to say this: that momentum is going to come that could come back and bite them because you can't go into this game just thinking this is going to be a cakewalk. It's still Ar- it's still an SEC matchup. Arkansas is still somewhat of a good football team. I mean, they may be 5-4, and four, but they're still a good football team. I'm still going to take the Tigers. It's going to be close, in my opinion, but I feel like LSU will come back and win. I th- I th- or like Use the win last week and still win, but th- it's going to be a lot closer than what's the spread. It's only three, so I guess I think I think they'll win probably by three actually. So yeah, so get, uh, go Tigers! You stole my thunder. I was gonna say that the first time, but I'm sorry, nope, not anymore. Me, yes, me. but uh, yeah, I'm going with LSU in this one. The impressive win over Alabama, Arkansas, uh, two 
point loss to Liberty, who should be ranked in the college football playoffs. But that, we already had that discussion, so I won't dive into that much. But Jaden Daniels had himself a night last week. And K.J. Jefferson, he's actually putting up decent stats. Only seven, 17 touchdowns, only three picks, which is pretty good for the Razorbacks. But LSU is riding that momentum, and Arkansas is not good in my opinion. But go Tigers. Go ahead, Charlie. Oh, okay. And you said Mark took LSU as well. Yes, Mark. since Mark is not here, I will take re- responsibility for his picks. He's also taking LSU, so are you going to pull Herb Street? I mean, so, yeah, I'm just looking. Arkansas, y- you have to say LSU is obviously the much better team, but I would, you know, definitely on upset alert, I think, after that big win, always going on the road. They've only played a couple road games this year. I guess they... They had, they've struggled on both of them because remember they they played Auburn played there. Jordan Hare, yeah. Yeah, and then they also they struggled there because they won 17-21-17, but it was on upset. It was fourteen to seventeen until LSU pulled it at the very end. Yeah. Uh, since you guys are all going with LSU, I think I'll go with Arkansas at home. Herb Street. L- LSU tough. You know, it's not a never easy going on the road in the SEC. I think LSU definitely the better team, but. You know, just kind of feels like could they lose one of these games late in the year? Right now, if they went out, they could be in the college football playoff, which is crazy to think about. But I'll go with Arkansas at home. It's it's a lot of ma- it's a lot of pressure on LSU now because they control I mean, they, they control their Alabama. own edit. they control yeah. their own destiny. If yep. they went out, they're in the Big Ten or Big. <laughs> Big Ten. Where's your head at, Dylan? SEC championship against Georgia. I mean, yep. I mean, they control their own destiny. This is a lot of pressure. This is not an easy game to come off against a really tough game last week. So I, I do, I see, like I was saying with my own pick, I see the other side of it too. But um, so yeah, so the next one is a somewhat of a big Big Ten West matchup. Can't believe we're saying that. <laughs> number one, <laughs> number twenty-one, Illinois is hosting. The five and four Purdue Boilermakers, boil, eh, boiler who haven't won since they beat us. Uh, who you got, Blake? Okay, this one is going to be interesting. At first, I'm like, all right, Illinois, okay, they're ranked number 21. I think that I think that defense will get them down there. But Purdue's offense can be strong with Aiden O'Connell and Charlie Jones. Okay, that's a fantastic uh, group of people right there at Purdue. I mean, that offense can be fantastic. But if their offense doesn't produce, then I just got to go with Illinois. And this is what my gut is leaning towards here. Yes, that loss was bad. 23-15, not necessarily a good scoring line, although that it, that's that's a Big Ten score right there, 23-15. I think Illinois is probably going to win. I just, Purdue's lost um, against Iowa, 24-3. to Again, that's another team that has good defense. You got to do something than just more more than three points. Honestly, in that game, I thought Purdue's offense would be able to get through Iowa's defense, just because they could they could do that. And it's those small passes. It's again, not easy to guard. Yeah. So I I just would have thought Purdue would have put more points on the board, but they didn't. And then again, they lost to Wisconsin, which Wisconsin isn't the greatest team, but that was thirty five twenty four. So that means they put a little bit more offense out there. They were getting destroyed most of that game. Yeah, so, so um, I just got to go with Illinois because I think Illinois' defense will be the the, the deal breaker for uh, Purdue in that game. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, this is this is uh, prime Big Ten football season. It's November, 11 a.m. kickoff sure. on ESPN2. You have Illinois versus Purdue. This is one of those matchups. Like It's going to be super low scoring, I think. It's going to be very low scoring. Both defenses, I feel like they're going to come to play. It's going to be very low scoring. Like I said, 
I don't know why I repeated myself like five times, but uh, I do th- I do think Illinois will bounce back and win. Unfortunately for Nebraska, I don't think Purdue though. <laughs> Purdue's not that good of a football team. I don't think their offense is going to be able to take uh, move the ball against Illinois. I mean, Illinois' defense is very good. I think Illinois will bounce back and win. They're at home. I yeah, just give me the Illini. Yeah. Whoa. You all right? <laughs> uh, I don't know. My voice did not come out there, but Mark is also saying Illinois. I'm going to say Illinois, too. I believe, as Blake was saying, that defense is going to step up in a big way. You're talking about allowing 10.4 points per game. I believe that's still number one in the country. I believe it is. And they're still, and they only allowed 232 yards of total defense allowed, if that makes sense. Yeah. But, that um, makes sense. I mean, yeah, the, you had a really bad loss against the Michigan State team, but also Purdue three points on Iowa like yeah it gets that their defense but also you allow 24 points against one of the worst offenses in the Big Ten say we'll we'll get into this later because Iowa is on the pick so I'll save my thoughts for that later but Illinois is just a way better team I don't think Purdue is ra- well-rounded Aiden O'Connell has 10 picks on the year I believe he's going to turn over the ball three times I'm calling three picks in this game for Aiden O'Connell so give me the fighting Illinois two weeks ago I would have taken Purdue if before they, you know, didn't look too good against Wisconsin and Iowa. Now, I mean, Illinois played a bad game. Against, they had a bad game against Michigan State last week. Other than that, though, they've looked pretty good. So I think they'll bounce back this week at home against Purdue. Just kind of the, the way both teams are playing right now, I think I like Illinois in this one. All right, so the next one, Iowa State got their first Big 12 win last week against West Virginia. They're going on the road against uh, Oklahoma State. Go ahead, Blake. <laughs> All right. So this one is a little interesting, okay? I said that about the last one, okay? I, I say that a lot, but Oklahoma State, they just, they're just they just not it right now. I mean, a little disappointing. They, I mean, okay, not a little disappointing, a lot disappointing. Let's look at the schedule, okay? You lose to Kansas 37-16, then K-State whoops you, murders you 48 nothing. I think this is one of those games that Iowa State can win. I know they've been iffy. I just I think, granted, they've lost a lot in a row besides the West Virginia game, which was their saving grace recently. But I just got to go with Iowa State. Just simple as that. I th- I think that Oklahoma State is down and out right now, and I think that uh, Iowa State can pick it up. I'm kind of back and forth on this one. I don't think both of these teams are very good. This is a weird matchup for the Big 12. I'm <laughs> I just went back and forth. Uh, give me the Cowboys. I don't I don't know. I don't really trust Iowa State's offense. And we know that Oklahoma State's offense can score points this year. The defense is a little concerning, but again, Iowa State's offense isn't that good. Um, it's very interesting to see Iowa State being favored by one, but I think Oklahoma State will win. So that's all I'm going to say on this one. I really don't have that many opinions on this. You mentioned Iowa State's offense. Yeah, it's a bit raggedy, only having about 22 points per game and having 372 yards per game. However, their defense is way, way better than Oklahoma State's. Oklahoma State allowing 466 yards allowed is just way too much. And as Blake was mentioning, their schedule is really bad. I mean, yeah, they have the good win against over Texas, but I don't know. There's just I'm kind of with Dylan on this one. Like, it's a bit back and forth. I just, you actually look at it now. But Iowa State does not do good on the road against Oklahoma State normally. I don't know. It's a tough one, but I'm just going to go with the Cowboys in this one. I got Oklahoma State. So, Mark, Mark also has Oklahoma State as well. So has everyone. Who, who did you? I said Iowa State. You picked Iowa State. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Iowa State as well in this one on the road. Quarterback, you know, they can 
had a 31-14 win against West Virginia last week. It was their first conference win. But Oklahoma State, I just don't like what, what I'm seeing from them at all right now. That defense, especially the pass defense, uh, doesn't look good at all. And I think Iowa State, they kind of have more of a, a passing offense. You could say even closer to like an air raid offense, I think. Uh, I was going to say well, this year it's been more of an air raid. Cause definitely. In the years past, because we had good running backs, David Montgomery and Brees Hall. Brees and Hall yeah. So it was more of a balanced offense. But this year, since we don't have a good running back and we have one of the best receivers in eight Xavier Hutchinson, it's been more of an air raid offense. Yeah, so I think certainly Oklahoma State's pass defense, that's going to be tough for them. So I think Iowa State going on the road here should be in a good position right there. Um, I think it'll be a close game, but I'm going to take the Cyclones here on the road. Okay. Uh, Who did Mark take? Mark Mark said Oklahoma State. I don't know if he said that or not. Okay, so the next one, the SEC game of the week on CBS at 2.30. Number nine, Alabama is going on the road into Oxford to take on the number 11 Ole Miss Rebels, who are coming off a bye week. Who you got, Blake? Okay. My pick is not what I want it to be. I want it to be Ole Miss. I've been an Ole Miss baseball fan for a long time. Them and uh, South Carolina have been uh, the two teams that I've just really rooted for in uh, college baseball. Did you go to the College World Series this year when they were there? Yes, I did. And I wore my jersey that still fits. It was a youth large, okay? I'm skinny, okay? It still fits me, and I wore it, okay? Uh, but anyways, relate this back to football. I don't think Ole Miss's schedule is that good um, at the first part, especially their wins, looking at their wins. Okay, yeah, they're 11-1, and one, lost to LSU. That LSU win has turned into a good win now because LSU is ranked 7th. So that goes to their side. But honestly, I, I don't think that their wins – show as much as they want it to be. I want Lane, like Lane Kiffin. I like Lane Kiffin. I want him to come to Nebraska. Please come to Nebraska. If you're listening. if Because I know he is. <laughs> he, lo- he loves Nebraska. He's from Lincoln, okay? And he's going to listen to this podcast. Definitely. <laughs> so I, I got to go with Alabama just because I, I think that they'll win in a more convincing fashion than they have been. I think the uh, Alabama's defense will pick it up. Um, Ole Miss, I just... I don't see it. You know, it's happened before that Ole Miss win. How, how many years ago was it? It was not too, well, not too long ago. It wasn't too long ago. Anyways, Ole Miss, they, they can look strong against Alabama. They're normally one of the teams that can play at Alabama's level. I think they will, but I just, I know, I know Alabama's going to win this one. That's a nice pick. Give me Bama. I, th- I think they bounce Old back. Bad. I think they bounce back and keep their playoff hopes alive, especially if LSU somehow loses to Arkansas. So. But this game's going to be close. I, I think it's going to come down to the wire. I think Bama can bounce back and get a good win, and it's going to be a good show. And I, don't, I agree with Blake. Ole Miss has looked good, but they've looked bad at the same time. Like, they nearly lost to Kentucky. They just got lucky. The loss to LSU in the time did not look good. Mm-hmm. But look at LSU now. They're top 10. I, 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 I have to take Bama. I think Bama is just the better team, and I expect them to bounce back off a of, – Really tough loss to LSU. So Mark picked Alabama in this one as well. But on to my thoughts. You're talking about a P.O. Mad Nick Saban. Yeah. I, I've been getting these TikToks from, I think there's a TikTok called That Boy or something like that. He mm-hmm. does these impression stuff, and he's like, Donovan? Yeah. He's <laughs> like, Coach, I want you to take your workout and quadruple it. And it's like, it's just a mad, a madhouse possibly in Alabama because you know Nick Saban does not take losing very well. Back to my main point, um, Alabama is just looking for revenge. Their defense is holding is going to look way better than they did last week against LSU, and 
as Blake was mentioning, and I think Dylan was too. This the schedule for Ole Miss, then how close their wins were aren't that really impressive. Like you're talking a three point win in Kentucky, which was at the time, you know, Kentucky was number seven at that time, looking really good. It was a good win for them, but now it's not that good. We so look at, we look back. Yeah, if you, say if you just look back on it, it's just not that good. I'm gonna go with Alabama. It's weird seeing. You know, Alabama is probably. I think they're they're done now. They have to be. Um, you know, probably not gonna. We'll see about LSU. I guess I picked Arkansas, but like you never know. You never know. But it's weird just seeing Alabama with two losses at this point in the season. Not used to that. Doesn't happen very often. I don't know the last time. I think it was 2010 or something around there was the last time. That and it's like I guess. Well, they had they had two losses a few years ago. Auburn. Uh, it was Auburn they lost to Auburn. It was 2019. 2019, and but then still, also that wasn't until the last week of the regular season. And then 2013 so. as well, they had two losses, and then they didn't go to the national. That's when Auburn got the kick, kick six on the. I thought that was their first because they were number one at the time, weren't they? Bama. Yeah, I thought they yes. were undefeated going in there. Yeah, Bama. I think they might. Ba- Bama was number one because that was the first time the college football playoff was in the picture. 2013. No, no, that was last year. Last year, BCS. Florida yeah. State. Yeah. Because so, last year, because 2019 Alabama, they went 11 and 2 with you know the big loss to LSU, and then eventually the loss to Auburn at the end of the years. Yeah, so the uh, they were undefeated. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Yeah, and then but 2019 though lost to Oklahoma in the Sugar Bowl as well. After yes. that, I didn't know that. But anyways, yeah, two losses this early in the season definitely not something we're used to seeing with Alabama. But I think they'll bounce back this week. After a really tough loss last week, um, Ole Miss, kind of like you guys were saying, haven't had the most competitive schedule so far, at least compared to some other teams in the SEC. LSU lost looking better, but lost that game by 25. So I like Alabama this week to bounce back on the road. Uh, let's do a quick pick on this one. Uh, number 17, Tulane is hosting number 23, UC, uh, no, number 22, UCF. We got Blake. I think that green wave keeps on a rolling. Uh, Tulane, I'm picking Tulane. Yeah, I got Tulane as well. I think UCF's a good football team, but I think UC, uh, Tulane, their wins are. I mean, they got a win over K State. That's still that's pretty good. That's pretty that's pretty impressive looking where K State is now. So a contender in the Big Twelve. So yeah, but uh, yeah, give me the green wave. This is my upset pick of the week. I'm going UCF in this one. They're looking better than what they were. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, they lost to East East Carolina earlier in a bad, bad way. But I mean, Tulane, they're a really good team. I didn't, I haven't done a lot of research on them and stuff like that. You're talking good wins, especially they did beat East Carolina. They beat Houston in a double overtime, and you did mention the Kansas State win. I just like UCF in this one. I'm not sure why, but yeah, I I honestly see it's because UCF John Reese Plumley transferred from Ole Miss. He's still a good. He's a very good quarterback, so I understand that. So. Yeah, good. Mark, Mark picked two lane in this one. Okay. I'm going to go with UCF as well. Actually, I like them going into this one. I, I think this is going to be actually a pretty good game, two ranked teams. Um, this game is at Tulane, so, you know, you don't have the bounce house and that atmosphere there. But, yeah, I think UCF, like you said, uh, Anthony, they're playing better now. So just seems to me kind of like that game. Tulane, they've been, they've been looking good so far this season. Uh, number 17 now eight and one on the year but I think UCF will I, you know I just I, I feel like UCF will will go in and they'll have a good game this week so give me UCF okay uh, another big big 10 West matchup 
two five and four mat uh five and four teams who both teams weren't looking very good at one point both of them were the bottom of the division so wisconsin the badgers mark's favorite team going on the road into kinnick to face off against the five and four iowa hawkeyes who you got blake well both teams are five and four both are three and three in the conference who the heck wins this game I think that the performance um, this past weekend with Purdue, um, I didn't expect it. Okay, that that I honestly thought Purdue would put up someone to fight, and I know we talked about that a little while ago. And this brings me to the point is that I think I would Iowa's defense is going to show again why they're so good. Okay, granted these are West teams, so I really think if you put up Iowa against Michigan, obviously we already saw that happen, so we saw that outcome happen. If you put them up against any other team, I don't care what conference, I don't think they'll necessarily be as strong. Okay, I'm going to be honest. I don't oh, yeah, think. Yeah, gave up 54 to Ohio State. Too, yeah. So. Yeah, so that's my point. Um, But in the big, when you're comparing Big Ten West schools, their defense is definitely going to win them the game. And I think that they'll win handily over Wisconsin. It's a hot take, okay? Dylan, I see your face, okay? Just, just go. I, I'm going to continue, but I see your face. Um, And it's a close matchup. On the matchup predictor right now, it has Wisconsin at 51 point three percent over Iowa at forty eight point seven. As much as I hate to say it. Okay. I hate to say it just like the last one. I don't like the Hawkeyes. Iowa's gonna win it. I, I just that game against Purdue is it's too convincing for me. But they're gonna lose to Nebraska. But that's that's for another time. This is weird. This is not weird, but this is like no, it, prime, I think this, it is weird. This yeah. is prime Big Ten football, Big Ten West football. It's November, like I said in the last one. This is going to be a very low scoring. This is what I think of Big Ten football. Yeah, Iowa versus Wisconsin. Yeah. both 100%. run the ball a lot. This is going to be very low scoring. I do. I do not believe Iowa is not. Iowa's not going to win handily. Even if they win, they're not going to win by a lot. This is going to be like a three-point game, even like one yeah, point. I probably agree with that. So um, the spread is at one and a half right now. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Iowa wins by like two. <laughs> so, but you yeah, safety. Um, I hate doing this as a Husker fan. I cannot. I can't believe I'm doing this. But I think the Hawkeyes are going to beat Wisconsin. I don't think Wisconsin's that impressive. They've looked good, sure, in the past two weeks, the last two games they played, but. I think Iowa's is I just think Iowa's gonna win, especially it's at home too. There's a big factor there. Kinnick's not easy to play in, so I mean yeah, so give me the Hawkeyes. It's say Mark, of course, is gonna go with his favorite team. He's gonna go with Wisconsin. You know what been a you know would have been a shocker if he took Iowa? <laughs> that would have been a death like a There's something wrong there's something there's something wrong with that flying. happened. But <laughs> it's kinda of funny though, half how we looked at this at the beginning of the year, you know. Iowa looked really, really bad. You're talking potentially one of the worst teams in all college football. At least their offense is still pretty bad. I mean, the last two games, yeah, they played Northwestern. And, of course, we should have beaten them at the beginning of the year. But, you know, yeah. Scott Frost had to kick an onside kick in the third quarter. And the, but When we're up. He who shall not be named. Yeah, you're not supposed to say the last name, dude. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? That's okay, just go. But, um... <laughs> Caleb Johnson had a really tremendous game against Purdue. He had 22 carries for 200 yards, that one 75-yard touchdown as well. The Iowa's, Iowa's defense, as you were mentioning, Blake, is one of the best in the country. I believe they're top 10 in scoring-wise, I believe, and yardage-wise too. Mm-hmm. It's just can their offense move the ball against that Wisconsin defense, and which they can, but it's just a matter of can they control Braden Allen in this one. So it really depends on the run game for me. I like Iowa's defense better than Wisconsin's offense, so I'm going to go with the Hawkeyes. Last two weeks, both at home. Wisconsin was at home. Um, 
I'm just looking on the road because who they've played, they, I guess they lost in double overtime. They, similar to Iowa, they beat Northwestern pretty easily. Um, and then you kind of get back to the start of the year where we were talking about Wisconsin and how they also were just looking pretty terrible at first. Uh, lost to Washington State, which, I mean, it's not a terrible loss, but, you know. It's not great, really. It's not really. Looking back now. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think both teams have definitely improved as the year has gone on. But I'm with you guys. I think Iowa at home will win this game. Just, you know, never easy going in there to Kinnick Stadium. Um, but I guess, yeah, the winner of this game puts them at 4-3 and three in the Big Ten. Illinois still, you know, if they went out, you know, they control their own destiny in the division. But winner of this game put, puts them in a good spot. Uh, a lot of teams, I guess, could still make a run, including Minnesota as well. But back to this game, yeah, I, I just think Iowa at home. I like them slightly more. Defense hasn't given me any reason to doubt them. Uh, you know, gave up 54 to Ohio State. I don't really look at that much. Ohio State, they've got a good offense. Um, so I think I'll take Iowa in this one at home. Okay. Uh, quick on this one. Number 19, Kansas State's going on the road to Waco to face off against Baylor. Another big Big 12 matchup. But I'm surprised by this matchup predictor, okay? They have... Case, uh, well, I mean, okay, this is according to ESPN Analytics. It's um, the, uh, the FPI. Mm-hmm. I'm honestly not surprised. They have Baylor winning at 61.2% over Kansas State's 38.8%. And that's a little odd to me, okay? Baylor, you know, the win against Oklahoma is, is their last win, um, which Oklahoma isn't as good. Texas Tech, I mean, they're pretty middle of the table. And they got to win against KU, okay? Those are teams you should beat, especially if you're the Baylors and especially if you're Dave Aranda. But you lose to West Virginia. Hey, that 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 doesn't. I mean, granted, that, that, it's only it's only by three points. But that is still really bad, though. Like, yeah. Have you seen West Virginia? Yeah. So I've seen them play football. The only game they looked good in was the backyard brawl against. Yeah, that was the first game yep. of the year. Yep. <laughs> and you lose to Oklahoma State, and especially Oklahoma State is not as good as it once was. I think K State will win. Adrian Martinez, I think he'll play a better game just because, of course, and always to relate it back to Nebraska, but in this case it works because it's Martinez, all right? The, he did something that he did all throughout Nebraska, right? You fumbled twice on the final freaking drive, okay? That's all I'm going to say about that. Um, I think that he plays a lot better, and I think Kansas State will win, but it's going to be probably a close game, just like uh, the spread says. So, Me and Charlie were looking at each other. Give me the, give me the Bears. I, 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 I just don't. I think that loss really hurt Kansas State last week, and I think it's going to happen again. It's going to be close going down the wire. Martinez, I don't think you would think he's looked good all year. Except for for the beginning. but The injuries don't look good, but it's it's okay. It's fine. But last week, it looked like he was back to his old self at the end. I just, I, it's on the road at Waco. It's Baylor. I, I, I think Baylor gets the W. I, I just, I believe that. Mark's going with Kansas State in this one. Um, it's tough for me, you know. I mean, I'm just comparing these teams stats wise, and you're just looking at a better defensive team. Stat, once again, this stat wise, Baylor is the better defensive team stat wise, allowing 24 points a game. And then you have, they're also just better than the offense again. I don't know, this is a matchup that it's kind of different. I mean, all these games have had this sort of off vibe, I feel like. I feel like the only big one was possibly Alabama Ole Miss. But even not it's, that itself is I, not even a big game, I feel like. But it's tough. It's going to be close, and especially with it being at Waco at night. And we've seen this before with Baylor and Yale, or not Yale, BYU at the beginning of the year. You know, that place was going to be rocking. That place is going to be nice. I'm going to go with Kansas State in this one. I think Martinez will find a better way. As Blake was saying, a bounce-back game. 
I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he goes back to his Nebraska self and then we're watching this game. It says, says picked off, intercepted, and fumble. Oh, no, he fumbled. Yeah, so I wouldn't be surprised, but I think Kansas State will find a way to win this out. Baylor's won three straight. I didn't, I didn't yeah. realize that. Oh, um, I didn't realize that either. I mean, I was. Yeah, they've got some momentum right now. We, I think most of us picked Oklahoma last week to beat Baylor. Um, maybe one of us. I did. Took Baylor. I can't remember. I think that was Mark that picked Baylor. Honestly, yeah, he was the only one that picked Baylor. I think yeah. now thinking about it, it's because yeah, that had to been happens because he got five out of eight. So I haven't. I don't know how you guys have. I would say been a little. I haven't been as high on Kansas State. Um, I just haven't thought that they I don't know I, I just haven't been sold on them uh, you know TCU that should have won that game they had a good chance um, kind of second half things didn't go their way and then last week against Texas I didn't for some reason this weekend I thought I had picked Texas um, but Kansas State you know right they were in that game lost by seven but I think this week I'm gonna go with Baylor uh, other side winners of three straight so yeah got taking the Bears at home yeah Got we got to be different a little bit. Now, now split three. Yeah, three, actually, three on, yeah, three on three two, two. So, yeah. um, so the next one, the game of the week, college game day, is in Austin, while the number eighteen Texas Longhorns are hosting the n- newly number four ranked TCU Horn Frog, who are undefeated. Like we've said, who you got, Blake? You know, I got my my bias is towards Max Duggan. I love the guy. Um, I, I'm not gonna say what I always say about him. Okay, he went to my high school. Kate. I swear every time you're every on, every you're time on the pickup. I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna say that, bro. Okay, he's a, he's fine. possibly a Heisman race. I'm gonna I'm gonna say no, no, no not to that level. No. I I think he's totally in the Heisman race. But anyways, I think TCU. Okay, RJ Young. Yeah, this is okay. This is an RJ Young take. Okay. It is, um, but I think TCU wins. Did you think that Zayvon Collins was going to win the Heisman? No. In 2020, <laughs> no. Did you think he should have won the Heisman? No. Who? That's what that's what R.J. Young said. He thought Zayvon Collins should have won the Heisman no. in 2020. Over yeah. the he wasn't even the tackle leader. I'm pretty sure. Nope. If he was, well, I don't know. who cares? Um, but anyways, uh, I think TCU will win. It's going to be a struggle. TCU is going to go up in the game. They're going to lead for a substantial amount of time, even more than the past few games with TCU have when they've been behind. You know, TCU has played behind in these game in these past few games. Okay, and but they've come back. I'm worried about TCU's defense. They've scared me all year. Their secondary uh, just isn't the greatest from what I've watched. It, I mean. You got to look at this. I mean, total yards allowed, 369. Passing yards allowed is 250 to their rushing yards. I'm fine with rushing. I think they can handle it. But their passing yards is what scares me. I I just got to go with TCU, though, because I want them to be undefeated because I think that's – I want them I want them, I want want them. them in the playoffs. I just think it will make the playoffs a lot more interesting and uh, add get more variety. Get destroyed by Georgia. It will be a closer game than uh, that Cincinnati game last year, so anything's better than that Cincinnati game. But I got to go with TCU. Not so fast, my friend. Give me the Longhorns. I think they're going to win this game. This is my main upset pick. I know I had an upset pick last one, but this is my main one. I've had this all week. I, I, I believe in Texas. This is at home night. It's a night game at DKR. It, it, it's, it's a different environment. I don't think TCU's ready. No, they probably are. But like I, I just feel like the TCU defense, like you said, Blake, is a little scary. They struggle. And I just, I just feel like Texas is going to take advantage of that. I do think Texas, Quinn Ewers is going to have to play, not lights out, but he needs to play good. Mm-hmm. He needs to at I, least take care of the ball. Yeah, he, he needs has. to take, but, but I, do, I do believe he can do that. 
So I think TCU's reign to pot, or hopes to make the college football playoff end Saturday night. So give me the Longhorns. Mark is saying not so fast to you. He's going to pick TCU in this I'm one. I'm not surprised. This one, you know, you were mentioning earlier, it's kind of like a dogfight. You know, TCU comes in number four. They have comeback wins. I feel like in almost every single game that they've had. Except for Kansas. I, well, Kansas was like just an even fight. And then yeah. eventually, I don't even remember what happened. But uh, TCU pulled away. Yeah, they... I feel like, yeah, you know, they come back wins, the defense allowing a little too much. I mean, they, you know, they struggled against Tech a bit last week, and then finally in the fourth quarter, they slowly pulled away. But you're talking with Quinn Ewers and B. John Robinson, the highly electric duo in the backfield. Then you also have Xavier Worthy on that slot receiver. So, you know, he's got nine touchdowns on the year. I mean, they, he distribute, doesn't really distribute the ball very well. He gets more to Worthy a lot, but he only has 40 catches on the year. You know, Max Duggan taking care of the ball very, very well, 22 touch, 24 touchdowns to two picks, and I believe he's probably the most accurate quarterback percentage-wise. I remember very, very back when TCU was, I shouldn't say mediocre, but like, you know, when they were slowly... Last year? No, this year. <laughs> oh, okay. When they were like slow at the beginning of the year. They weren't talked about a lot and then slowly build up. I, th- I had my doubts about Max Duggan at the beginning of the year because I thought they were a heavy run team. But anyways, enough said. Horns up for once. Give me Texas. Gross. Horns down, my friend. I think TCU is going to, going into Austin, this is not going to be easy for them. I think Bijan Robinson, is Texas going to be able to run the ball against that TCU defense? I don't know. We'll see. Personally, I think that they'll do a pretty good job there. And then I also look at Max Duggan against Quinn Ewers, who's going to step up, rise up to the challenge. I think definitely Ewers helps him out being at home. Texas almost beat Alabama back in week two. Came up short, I think, this week. They do pull it off against another top team, TCU, and they knock TCU out of the playoff conversation. All right. I can't believe, as Husker fans, or some of us are putting horns up, except for Blake, but I, I do respect Blake it. gave the horns down to the guy at the, at the union. <laughs> that was so funny. Why are you wearing Texas stuff on the Husker campus, especially that's, that's in the like union? Wearing, that's like wearing uh, Wisconsin I, no, Iowa. Iowa stuff here. But that's almost just as, as bad. Just as bad, really, or, might or be. Or Wisconsin. Uh, I think we're bigger, te- Iowa's a bigger rival. Oh, well, they are. Rivalry, so, yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, so next game, very quick on this one. I don't really see this as, it is a quote-unquote big ACC, game. ACC, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> Number 15, uh, UNC is going on the road and to take on the Wake Forest Demon Deacons, who are still ranked somehow, I think, right? So, I don't know how they are. So, yeah. I don't think they, they no, Actually, do they, they fall are. out? They Dude, fall no, they're, they're, they're getting sick and tired of talking about Wake and NC State. Yeah, so, so just yeah. Are we get, all picking, get it going. We're all picking the Tar Heels here, or what? I'm going to go with Wake Forest. Okay. Screw you. Okay. Uh, give me the Tar Heels. Tar Heels Easy. both ways, Mark and I. North Carolina. Yeah, it's not even, I'm not really even surprised. It's, you, Blake has to be a little different. I yeah, understand. I do. So you're you're the guest. It's okay. <laughs> Sorry, mom. I don't think she likes. I want to do that. <laughs> All right. So watch. <laughs> Washington's going on the road to take on. We, we already gave him a broken headset too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> These guests treat me with no respect. Hey, no. Hey, they're gonna leave him like two star review, one star review. Okay, bomb, bomb the reviews, guys. Bomb the reviews. To what? Ten listeners. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ten yeah. listeners. The two monthly listeners we get on, <laughs> on the uh, I, RSS. Yeah. Well, and then we're doing I, pretty good on Spotify. 
Well, then, you know, I think only our moms listen to this, I feel like, every week. So. I feel like that. I feel that. <laughs> my brother my brother listens to it sometimes. Sometimes. Keyword. <laughs> That's more than nothing. That's true. Well, Okay. All right. So Washington is going on the road into Eugene to take on the number seven? Six. Six. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I, I have bad memory. Five, four, three, two, one. The big O, number six, Oregon. Who you got, Blake? The Ducks. I got Oregon. Quack. As simple as that. Washington. I don't even know. I haven't even looked at their schedule. You know what? For funsies, let's pull up their schedule and see what they've done, Washington. I, okay, not too bad. Lost to UCLA. Ooh, Arizona State loss. Other than that, I mean, they've won the games they're supposed to. Um, two losses. I just got to go to Oregon. I just think Oregon's a better team. I do agree. I think Oregon's going to win. I don't think UW. I, th- I do think UW can pull it off, possibly. I mean, it's Pac-12 football. You never know. But I do, I do believe Bo Nix is having an incredible run here at the end of the year, or going through the uh, getting close to the end of the year. Uh, he's put himself kind of into the Heisman race. Actually, just he's he just put himself in the Heisman race. I do think Oregon's going to win. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be closer than thirteen and a half. But yeah, g- uh, give me the Ducks. Mark is going with his upset pick. He's going with Washington in this one. I cannot agree. I'm going with Oregon. It's funny. I remember a couple weeks back, this was when Oregon was still like kind of recovering from the Georgia loss. And I said... They took a while to recover. They did. But I remember saying Bo Nix was a potential Heisman candidate. And you guys gave me a funny look about that. And I'm just like, watch it. He's going to do something. Plus, it's also given to the quarterback. Bo picks? Yeah. (laughs) Throne throne picks. Yeah. I I remember making jokes saying Bo Nix for pick six or something like that. So... But he's played. He's definitely got a lot better throughout the year. He's definitely in that Heisman race with like C.J. Stroud and Hendon Hooker. But Washington, don't don't sleep on them. They're a very good team. Their offense is just as good as Oregon's. I don't know. Just Bo Nix, and then that Oregon team's looking really, really phenomenal. In my opinion, they're my fourth spot for the college football playoffs. But enough that. Yeah. So Washington, I think, you know, it's a rivalry game. Anything can happen going on the road, though. That's not going to be easy. Washington's defense, they've kind of they've had some games where they've really impressed. Um, or I've, I thought they've looked good this season, but then there's just been some games they've looked really bad, Arizona State being one. UCLA, that first half was pretty rough. Uh, and then Arizona gave up 39 points there. That game was kind of – I was at, actually at that game. wasn't seemed like Washington was going to run away with it, and the defense kind of let Arizona you know, make the game a little bit closer. But I just think kind of it's just been an inconsistent defense – and going up against an Oregon offense that's looking pretty good right now, I don't think that that bodes well for them. So I think Oregon at home is going to win. Uh, okay. I think they'll win pretty easily, probably double digits at least. Okay. That was the college football pickums. So we're going to move on to our next segment and here shortly.